0: This is ICO Talk. My name is Elena, and today I have Juan Engelbracht, CEO of Mobu. Hello, Juan. Thanks for joining us.
1: Hi, Elena. Hi, viewers. Uh, thank you for the time and thank you for the opportunity, Elena.
0: Okay, thank you. So please, first of all, tell us about Mobu. What is it all about and what's the main idea behind the project?
1: Okay, great. In short, um, it's a very exciting ICO. Uh, the multi-trillion uh, dollar blockchain environment has barely been Touched in the securities market. Uh, in a nutshell, in a one liner, we are a decentralized and end to end solution for launching security tokens. Now, um, it is an absolute nightmare launching a security token, and we're trying to make it user friendly for for future security Mm
0: tokens. Okay, but what is the main problem uh, on
1: the market that is to be solved with mobile, actually? That is a good question. Uh, It is a legal, technical, and regulatory difficulty launching a security token, one. Two, there's so many mispriced and scam ICO service providers out there. Uh, We aim to develop an ecosystem, a marketplace, with competitive pricing so you can get ICO services at lower pricing and better quality and ensure you develop and launch a compliant security token.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so are there any other similar projects on the market right now or you're absolutely unique, say anyway? Uh,
1: there are. Um, Polymath last, uh, uh, launched last year. Uh, they raised 139 million US dollars. Now, the good thing about competition is it, indicates you're solving an actual problem. And um, I think it's a great company and a great idea. Um, since uh, the cryptocurrency market is currently roughly about $300 billion. Last year, the speak, it touched roughly about $800 billion US dollars. But the security token market has not even seen 200 million US dollars. So it's still a large market to play in. And it's the most lucrative of all tokens. Um, out of the 3 tokens, the currency tokens, utility tokens, security tokens, it is the only token that gives you actual ownership and gives the investors the opportunity to get receive dividends and profits back on their tokens. Now, to answer your question, um, how we, we differentiate. Yes, uh, what are your main advantages, say? Mm. Uh, Polymath is only a protocol, and from my understanding, they do the service, ICO services, the technical smart contract services services, uh, and, and the KYC services in house, so they can actually charge whatever fee they want, uh, poly fee they call it. In a marketplace, in a third party, let's call it a decentralized marketplace, mm-hmm. uh, there will automatically be competitive pricing to ensure lower pricing and higher quality. But the extra features we have to our protocol, our MOP20 standard protocol, is the bank partnerships to ensure. ensure a, a, Fear can be converted to crypto everywhere around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lockup utility, but paying a poly fee is not enough for a price increase. Uh, we got a lockup utility ensuring all the service providers on the mobile platform need to stake X amount of mobile tokens and to receive the right to operate in the mobile ecosystem. Mm-hmm. This automatically creates scarcity of the mobile tokens and ensure inevitably ensure a, a price increase of the mobile tokens. I mm-hmm, okay. think we've got a few other exciting stuff as well. One thing I would also love to touch on is our unique escrow feature. And uh, Victor Luck from Ethereum seems to uh, release the article about this as well recently. Mm-hmm. Basically what it comes down to, currently after ICO, this uh, the, the ICO issuers can run away with the money easily. Uh, there's nothing protecting the investors after ICO, after the, the smart contract has been executed. We aim to launch a unique type of escrow. Basically, what it comes down to is after ICO, if the, invest, if the ICO issues don't adhere to the roadmap, um, the investors can automatically get refunded on a prurata basis. Uh, so the ICO issues will never see 100% of the capital. Uh, they'll only be funded on a, on a small percentage on a month basis. If an if ICO raises 100 million US dollars, for argument's sake, uh, don't tell me they need that whole hundred million dollars on the first day. Um, so, we, yeah, we believe to, this, this will protect the investors and ensure a higher return on investment for okay. all investors, ICO investors going forward as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Tell us a few words about the history of the project
0: as well. Uh, when did you start it? When did you launch it? And uh, why this particular subject? Why this particular idea? And actually, uh, yes, uh, what do you have today? So uh,
1: what can you suggest to the investors? Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically last year we launched a token called coin but we had no idea how to do it. Uh, we literally did a bounty at the at the end of the ICO. We got advisors, advisors involved. In the main ICO we didn't do a pre-sale. Uh, we paid ridiculous amounts for the smart contract. Um, we had no idea what the costing is, how the marketing campaign should be launched. Uh, we had no idea what an what a airdrop was. Um, but That made us realize how difficult it is launching a compliant security token and also how lucrative that environment is going forward. Now, the benefits of a security token to conventional shares are endless. It includes 24-7 trading. You can trade your shares or your tokens on a Saturday or Sunday, whatever the case may be, Uh, faster deal execution, lower fees, cross-border funding, um, as you can see the 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 benefits are inland and we strongly believe going forward um, security tokens will replace conventional shares so that is more or less how Mobu came across and yeah we've been uh, busy from january this year Mm. i know the first five months we've been quiet but it's ensuring we out of a legal perspective globally uh, we, have, we comply with all the laws, we recently in Malta as well, establishing intro uh, accounts for a private placement offering in the United States, 506 uh, I will start marketing this soon as well,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, yeah, so that, that is more in a nutshell, more or less what you know. Okay,
0: okay, I see, and a few words about the team of the project and also about your advisors as well.
1: Okay, perfect. I think we've got some of the best advisors in the world. <laughs> um, our team, uh, Paul Pelson and Brom Clear, are with me in the crypto mining industry. We were the largest in the Southern Hemisphere at some stage. Um, unfortunately, in 2017, there just became too many entrants in that space. Um, and it's, it's unfortunately not as profitable as it used to be a year or two ago. Um, Paul is also a chartered accountant, uh, he's got his own accounting firm and uh, he's he's been uh, accounted for Sassel, one of our listed oil refineries as well. Bram Krier uh, is an entrepreneur. He owns a a transport company. He owns a few fuel stations. Um, He was also a a, a speaker with Robert Kiyosaki on a few events. Uh, You can welcome to Google this. Um, Then there's Brian Golding. He's my partner in Evolve Fund Managers. Uh, He's the CEO of Golding Stockbrokers. He's one of the 10 largest private stockbroking firms in South Africa. Uh, He's got endless experience in the regulatory framework of the securities market. So he adds tremendous value to what we're trying to achieve here. And he's a well known name with the, the JSC and the FSB. Um, we got Etienne Pretorius. Mm-hmm. Etienne Pretorius, we were university together. Uh, he's a property developer, and Absa, one of the largest banks in South Africa, awarded him with the Entrepreneur of the Year award in 2003. While well, we are still students, um, so we definitely got a strong team okay. in terms of our advisory. Uh, Paresh Masani. Uh, he was the vice president of Goldman Sachs. Uh, he's got a great uh, tech. Uh, Background as well, and one of our security uh, experts. Uh, we got Vladimir and Nikolai; uh, they're the top five uh, advisors on ICO Bench, and so nice to, to have guys like that involved. They get they they got us access into Malta in the regulatory framework there, and uh, they get us cheaper pricing all the ICO exchanges, listings, uh, marketing, pricing, etc. Um, yeah, we got Ronan. Uh, and Boba from the United States, uh, the directors of Block Crunch Capital, their name used to be The Real Start. Uh, they recently raised 35 million US dollars in a pre sale of ICO loan. Um, Boba also started uh, Airbnb, a similar company in Russia. Uh, last one oh. I heard, it's, over, it's valued over $100 million. Um, yeah, so there's definitely a strong team. Okay.
0: Okay, yes, I see. Let's now speak about the the ICO in more details. Uh, First of all, please tell us the soft cap
1: and the hard cap. Okay, our soft cap is 1 million US dollars. Our hard cap is 35 million US dollars.
0: So, 35. Okay, why this particular sum? Tell us more about the key
1: stages of development uh, post ICO. Elena, that's a very good question. So, I I think a lot of investors will say why is the soft cap and hard cap so far from each other? And the the answer is simple. Yeah. Um, we can roll out mobile with $1 million, but we got what we call mobile initiatives. If we raise 10, 20 and 30 million respectively, we're going to develop more ICOs on the mobile platform to ensure we build the ecosystem better. And that will also, the the more resources we have, the more companies we have on the mobile platform, uh, the more demand it will create for the mobile token. And, uh, Obviously, a price increase for the mobile token as well. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah, that is is, if we raise $10 million, we're also going to create the first Forex BAM account, percentage allocation money management account.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Currently, we'll see asset managers, they don't compare apples with apples when they uh, disclose their fund performances, fund fees or assets under management. In a blockchain environment, that will not be possible. All the information will be transparent and immutable. And, uh everybody can see what crypto funds actually achieved over the past year and will be compared uh on the same basis in terms of fees performance and the real assets under management We raised 20 million dollars we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do the first for it for crowd farming um I see on the mobile platform uh with combining with drone technology and i would like the 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 viewers to go have a look at what three words to allocate physical land to the blockchain. Mm. Now, physical, I know GPS, uh, Google Maps and GPS technology is great, but it's not always pinpoint accurate. Um, it's there. To have a look at our, our white paper or just the website of what three words. they can see we can allocate three meters by three meters on the blockchain and get more, more precise data in a five. In a farming environment, which would be more f- efficient and effective, uh, with, combined with drone technology as well. Mm-hmm. If we raise 30 million US dollars, we're also going to develop the first decentralized uh, security tokens exchange, um, a regulatory friendly security token exchange, and we will be then direct competition with g and T Zero. T Zero recently look, raised 100 million US dollars in 12 hours. So there's definitely a huge market for this, and uh, but but both GBox and T0 are centralised, as there are stock exchanges and other third-party companies behind it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, that's more or less in a nutshell.
0: Okay, okay, a- and now more about the tokens and the mobile tokens. Uh, first of all, the key functionalities of the token on the platform, and secondly, the key benefits for the investors.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. uh, Mo ecosystem. If I can explain it simply, it's the token issuers, like all the future companies listing on Mobu, that post bounties to get access to the service providers. The developers, the technical developers, uh, earn Mobu tokens for creating small contracts. And the KYC providers pay Mobu tokens to join the network or the ecosystem. Uh, investors pay Mobu tokens for the KYC process, and legal representatives and escrow providers earn Mobu tokens uh, for offering their services. So everything is strictly paid between all the providers in mobile tokens, but we have got an extra unique feature is the lock utility. As I mentioned earlier, it's whereby they all need to stake X amount of mobile tokens to receive the right to operate in the mobile ecosystem. And that will create scarcity and create increases in mobile tokens well over time. So it's perfect tokenomics.
0: Okay, okay, but still, let's speak a little bit about some negative things. Uh, Suppose if you don't achieve even the soft cap, uh, what will happen with the project? Uh, Maybe you consider any other traditional sources of financing,
1: maybe not. Okay, Um, I'm definitely gonna be an investor myself and we're gonna, we get a large investment with an equity firm in Puerto Rico. We're signing next week. Uh, That is really more than the soft cap. But let's say for arguments' sake, if we don't reach soft cap, all investors will just be refunded as per the small contract. Um, but I've zero doubt we, that we will not um, reach soft cap.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, what are actually the key, mm, the key possible obstacles for the success of the project?
1: Okay. In some countries, there almost there's currently a grey area in the regulatory framework. That's why our team is considering moving to Malta. They're the, action, the only country in the world that has really put uh, out regulatory framework for, for for cryptocurrencies and yeah, legal documents on how on how to execute the ICO successfully going forward. Um, so that will definitely assist investors as well. Um, yeah
0: mm-hmm. okay okay i see and uh well actually um in general what do you think about the future of the ico markets in the world
1: well being in the, in the cryptocurrency space i'm definitely definitely positive uh, especially the security tokens market um as mentioned earlier the 80 trillion dollar securities market has barely been touched in the blockchain space and if you understand the benefits um, you'll see this is definitely where it's going to. Everything is moving to real time, faster, quicker, better. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, yeah, I, I think especially when the SEC can get more clarity on ICOs, um, we will see a lot of inflows, especially from the institutional markets uh, into the cryptocurrency space and more specific in the security markets.
0: hmm Okay, okay. Let's now just try to summarize it all. Uh, Please try to answer in very brief in one or two sentences, our usual question. So uh, why should I contribute to Mobu?
1: It's a strong project with actual blockchain use uh, and it solves the actual problem and is entering one of the largest markets in the world, in a nutshell. Our white paper has been audited by some of the best teams in the world. Um, Our tokenomics is perfect. And uh, lastly, our smart contract has also been ordered by some of the best teams in the world because some of the strongest well-known partners in the world as well.
0: Okay, okay, Then thank you me. so much for this interview and for being with us today. Thank you.
1: Elena, thank you for your time. Thank you, listeners. Cheers.
0: Okay, Bye. okay. and I remind you that today I had Joon Engelbrecht, CEO of Mobu. Thanks for watching us. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and watch more interesting interviews on TV. Bye-bye.